So we are here with Anna Corona Betancourt, who was the former corporate social responsibility coordinator for the Milwaukee Bucks Foundation. Um, Anna, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we're just going to talk a bit about CSR. Um, would you mind, could you start off by telling us what your role kind of entailed at the Bucks Foundation? What were you doing there? Yep. So CSR within the sports world is kind of interesting. You kind of have to be a jack of all trades. Um, I was very lucky. I started off as an intern and then got offered the full-time role after about four months. Um, at first, my main responsibilities were just making sure to take care of all donation requests and helping out with the 50-50 raffle um, that we have during game day. So that's a, a game day activation. Other than that, the rest of the team, I just supported them with and any of their other activations with that, like within certain buckets that the foundation in general had. Um, so if I remember them correctly, it was youth and health wellness, um, youth education, community betterment, mentoring, and oh no, there's another one that I just cannot remember off the top of my head. I believe um, we're just, we were trying to, at the time that I was exiting, we were trying to implement a more like social justice focus, so I'm not sure what that bucket necessarily is i think it might be civic engagement I'm, that now yeah. they might they, they may have changed the name of it too who knows mm -hmm. but that's i mean definitely that's variety <laughs> yeah so again just something that's really cool within again the sports world is that you kind of you have a big you have the microphone you get to hand it off to different people in different organizations around you know, your city, the state, basically anyone that's a fan of the Bucks and get to amplify whatever their message is. So that's what we did. And that's what they do, what I used to do. And it's a lot of fun. It, whether that was working with our front office staff, our players, the coaches, whatever it was, we always just tried to find a way to get the community involved with the team in general. That was very vague, but I hope that was like a good little start. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Um, that's actually great uh, because I guess one of the questions I had was out of the initiatives that you were working on when you were there, did you, or I guess the Bucks, was there one that was considered like the most successful at the time? Like what, what I guess determines success for a program when you're in so many different um, areas of impact? That's that's a really good question. I, oof, I would say it's hard to really, I guess, define success of each program at the end of the day. It's more so how many people are you impacting? And then if you have a program set up is that you really have to set the expectations very clearly from the get-go and what you want it to turn out to be what, but again, like activations could be as simple as getting kids and their mentors from the boys and girls club to a game, or it could be having, what's another example. We had an event that I loved um, called Barbershop Monday. And we just 
we worked with another community organization called Safe and Sound, and they basically helped bring um, some local youth to a quote-unquote barbershop and basically gave them a free haircut and facilitated like a safe space for a good mentoring kind of conversation to talk about nearly everyone, anything under the sun. So again, you can't really compare apples to apples for because you're doing so many different things. It's hard to really define what success is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say last year, especially with the year that we had, we really did try to focus and go in on kind of social justice and civic engagement. Um, And it's hard because it's such a big name, such a big organization. We don't want to get too, too political on like skewing one way over the other. So it was making sure to check ourselves to make sure we weren't implementing any greater biases. And if anything, just trying to get information out there for everyone else. So I know with that, again, I wasn't there by the time they finished rolling this all out. But I know the Bucks did play a really big role in being able to get people registered to vote or simply like masking up or getting a vaccine. Like it's those little things that it's quote unquote little things that do make a big impact because they have such a big microphone that reaches so many different people. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome that I feel like it is such a unique platform to be able to not be pigeonholed into one cause. I imagine there are a lot of um, challenges with that too, with trying to make sure you're not, you know, um, severing any ties with any other community members by like by accident with other things. So yeah, but I guess that's, that's kind of the beauty of being able to dive into so many different projects. And at the beginning of the season too, we try to meet up with the players and kind of pitch ideas and I should probably take that back. We try to see what they're already passionate about. So then we can implement them in activations that we know they're going to at least be interested in and want to be engaged in. So yeah, there's always something. There's always something we can do. <laughs> and there's always something that like someone is going to be willing to help out in. So I think our main role is just connecting those dots and just making sure it happens. Kind of just out of interest, when when you are doing initiative and you know you would have to have players in this case where like their schedules are, I'm sure, hectic and maybe some of them don't always live in the city that they play in full time. How far out do you have to plan your calendar of like corporate social engagements to be able to make sure everyone's on board? Yeah, that's a really good question. So basically all of our activations, like official ones are all during the season because we know that the players are going to be in market. So again, with Milwaukee, we know that the players are going to be in Milwaukee and we know what the season's going to roll out to be like, whether they're on the road or they're going to be in town. So we have to work very, very closely with a different department called player development team to basically help manage those schedules and manage, it'll just make sure that they align and making sure their availability, because even if they're here in Milwaukee, they could be available, quote unquote, but maybe there's another player that's a little bit more interested in it that would be able to come in and step in and help and whatever. So, or if one can't go, another one can step up and 
it works out in that way. But there is there is a lot of planning that takes place. But then there's other little initiatives that pop up here and there that we have we have a really great group of guys that we always end up getting someone to step up and, and help out, which is good. And if not, we get front office staff and it's always fun to see, I mean, like your coworkers get just as excited for something that has been like a little passion project for so long. Just like yeah. seeing them rep the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, it's not the player, but at the end of the day, it still gets little kids that little like glimmer of hope. Like, okay, maybe I'm not gonna be honest. I'm not gonna be dunking on the court. But I can still like work for the greater organization and still make an impact that way or still be involved within professional sports. That was such a twist, but no, that's, that's, that's perfect. I mean, it's great to hear that staff can be involved in that way. And also it is, it's nice. You get a little bit of spotlight too. Sometimes, I mean, that is not, I don't think why most people like dive into the world of CSR, but a really nice benefit if you get to, you know, like you, I'm sure are picking where you are doing the CSR for a reason. So if you can represent it, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really fun to be able to see so many, like even within the department too, like so many different personalities and so many different passions that each of us have. So being able to see that progress, like that little idea that grows from like the size of a little mustard seed into something that is implemented in different teams across the league and then sometimes even like across different team like leagues in general like if it started with NBA then before you know it MLS maybe NFL NHL like so many different Mm -hmm. people can pick it up which is kind of fun so I don't know I mean I think we saw that work with different people (laughs) yeah and I think we definitely saw that especially in sports leagues this last year when it almost was like a domino effect I think the Bucks were one of the first ones to even make what yeah. would consider political statements, but just like social justice statements, um, which was really great to see. And I, I do think that like, you see all the, the leaks started to follow because it was like, oh, this is a platform to use. So kind of, kind of someone needed to be that first stone into the water to kind of create that ripple effect. And the NBA has been known to be the most progressive league so it, it kind of, not that we wouldn't have done it, but I can't foresee it going any other way. I can't picture it going absolutely any other way. And I was proud to be somewhat a part of it. It was, it was cool. It was, it was really good. It was, it was a really hard time, but looking back on it, really, really cool. Yeah. That's, I mean, thank you all for coordinating all of those things. I think that's, important um I guess that leads me to wonder and this is just your opinion I know not not legally representative of the entire organization but in your opinion while you were working with um with the Bucks who did you think was the most important stakeholder in like the mind of the organization like is it fans is it is it the players is it you know the community I it can be more than those two but I'm just curious what you think I think from a CSR perspective, 1,000%, I would say without the fans, we don't have a team. Like that's, that's just the way it is. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it is a business. So there's so many different moving parts behind it. But again, to its core, without fans, without, without players, then you don't have 
fans to watch a game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I want to say the community and the fans, but we can't have a team. They can, you, they go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. That's a really good question. Now I'm just going to be like mentally debating that <laughs> for a, a long time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. This is not meant to throw you back into a CSR. No, it's good. I, it's fun. <laughs> but I mean, I do. Yeah, I think you have so many. It's interesting because I don't know in this case, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know that they're competing interests, but because I think people are all trying to like, work in the same community but it's interesting because people have different probably priorities of where the interests like would fall so it's it just it's really great to like hear your take on and where that's coming from yeah thank you I something that I mean when the pandemic hit I mean realistically what our CSR department did previously right before the pandemic before being able before six feet apart kind of thing, making sure to wash it like every couple minutes, like whatever. Everything that we had scheduled for the next coming weeks, we only thought it was going to last, what, 14 days before we we're going to go back to normal was all, it all entailed having people coming together, right? So within those two weeks that we didn't, everything was out of steam, so we didn't know what to do. I took it as a priority to connect with different teams, not only within the NBA, but different leagues, just to see how they were handling all of this. And I wanted to hear about what programs were working well with them, how they wanted to pivot into different things, if they had any ideas that they wanted to like bounce off of each other, how we can basically like have that creative flow and get ideas that we can potentially implement here in Milwaukee. And I absolutely loved it. So that 1000% goes into play with what you were just saying. What the NBA does is not the same thing as what the NFL does. What the Milwaukee Bucks does for our community is not the same thing that the Utah Jazz community CSR team is going to do. They're very different demographics. So it doesn't make sense to do the same thing. It There's no blueprint mm-hmm. for this kind of CSR, I guess. So you just have to really make sure you know your community and you're doing everything in its best interest. Yes, it doesn't hurt to try something new that you see is going well for someone else, but at the same time, you have to be able to take a step back and think, okay, why did that work well over there? Why would that work here? And why would it potentially not work? Mm-hmm. And just have the humbleness to know, okay, maybe maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe we should try something else, but it's you're right it's very different across different teams different leagues everyone has somewhat of a different priority sorry <laughs> no 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 I promise they're not scary um the last question so you have since um for our listeners you have since transitioned out of CSR for the moment um and I believe you were saying it was to learn the other side of the sports world a little bit um what, I guess, do you still follow CSR initiatives, like the teams that, I don't know, do you, is this something that's in your brain now? Like teams that you maybe grew up following? Is this something you check out for them all the time and like learn about? And are there any, are there any sports teams you think it can, it can be the Bucks, the sports teams you think are doing something like really cool and new that you're excited about? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Kind of a lot of a big question. So whatever. It's part okay. Of that, it's yeah. okay. I still. I guess the first part, like bigger part of the session. <laughs> yes, I still love it. Oh, there he is. <laughs> um, I still love it. I'm still very much interested in it, and still want to keep learning about it, and still support. You know, just the different teams and their initiatives. Because at the end of the day, I've seen the fruit of their labor. Like I know this stuff works and I know it's good for the greater community. Um, so yes, I still love it. Still a good time. I still talk to my old boss a lot, probably more than I should, <laughs> but we're a good friends. So like, it's, I still want to hear about what they have on their plate, what they're working on, any challenges that they're facing. Um, I, I guess second part of your question on if I follow different teams and keep up with their CSR initiatives, I do. And like subconsciously, I don't realize I'm doing it. And then I just find myself like down a rabbit hole, just like keep on digging into what they're doing. But every team had to get really, really creative on how they were going to be able to continue these initiatives. Um, some, again, although I get, I, this is a bit of a sidestep to this whole thing, but although there are a lot of perks that come with working with a professional sports organization, um, one of them being like the huge reach that the organization, like the team can have, but a little sidestep is that I think everyone thinks you have a bunch of money because you're connected to such a big, well-known brand. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still a CSR like community team. And mm. yes, our budgets are good. I'm not saying it's it's bad, but it's kind of hard to um, get so many requests from so many worthy and incredible organizations and then have to take a step back and see, okay, can we do this? Because sometimes, sometimes we can't. And Maybe sometimes like we have too much on our plate, so you really have to prioritize. And again, even prioritizing it, it sounds awful, but you kind of, you have to take a step back. Anyway, so you have to get really yeah. creative with all of that. Um, I think the Bucks did a really good job on pivoting um, some of the programming into the virtual world. And I think I can definitely say that I think they're excited to be able to not do that anymore like it works but it's also good to have that kind of face-to-face -face interactions but um but yeah it's always fun to see how different teams do different csr related things or how they even even if it's as small yet important as just like fundraising mm -hmm. like there's one program that a lot of teams do across the country across different leagues it's just the 50-50 raffle. Like you go to a game, you buy a ticket, half the proceeds goes to the foundation or whatever organization that the team wants to raise money for. And the other half goes to whoever wins the raffle. I was at a San Diego Padres game yesterday and they had eight people selling tickets for the entire Peco Park park. <laughs> and I was talking to the seller I was like, I don't know how the heck you guys have eight people when the Bucks we had about like 20 people. And like just the differences and how it's the same program to its core, but it's ran in a different way. 
there's less sellers, but they were having, they collected more money in that one game than I was trying to my old coworker. And I told, I sent her a picture of my ticket being like, I have to support, I had to buy my ticket. I wish I win. I really want to win. And she told me what the bucket, what the winning bucket was for the playoff game, which just happened this past week. And there was more money in the bucket for the regular season. I guess it was Father's Day. So that helps. Like maybe people were excited and wanted to buy a raffle ticket. But the winning bucket was bigger for a regular season MLB game than one NBA playoff game. Wow. And okay. Realistic. Like there are a lot of changes going on right now within the 50-50 raffle program with the Milwaukee Bucks because they're pivoting to a new program it's all like on a device and it's virtual whereas it used to be only cash and only hard tickets so they're trying to roll out a new program so I like to think that maybe that plays into it because that kind of breaks my heart a little bit that it wasn't something higher to be able to raise more money for the foundation but it's crazy how those little things can change city to city league to league day to day yeah I don't even know where how I even know that's amazing <laughs> no honest it's it's wild I didn't I will not take up much more of your time because I have so many follow-up questions I'm even thinking of that are just like way too in the logistical nitty-gritty <laughs> <laughs> like all these things of like it's yes, a fun time it's a, I mean I love talking about this so it's it's so interesting. it makes me excited it, it takes me back <laughs> yeah and you were saying um so you you think you'd want to return to a world of of CSR. CSR. I do. I knew, I know for a fact, I always want it to, if it's not my main focus with my role, I want to have, I want to be involved in it um, in any way I can with, and so currently I'm with, I'm working for NBC sports. And I think my second week, <laughs> maybe in the first week, so I was still getting trained and I had nothing to do. I I found out who the CSR people were and I immediately reached out saying, hi, like my name is Anna. I'm new here. <laughs> and I would love to be involved. Like if you guys have absolutely anything that I can do, like shoot it my way. And I will, I'll be there. I will connect because it's all virtual, whatever it is. And it ended up being like a two hour long zoom call teams call technically <laughs> that we just, we just talked about everything that they have. and how I can get more involved again, because it's such a big organization and they have offices all across the country. Um, it was cool to be able to see how each office has designated people that, that help bring in more people into the CSR world. Um, but I know, yeah, so to not drag that on too long, because I know I'm not very succinct, but <laughs> I it's definitely something I always want to be in or have some kind of involvement in um yeah <laughs> I mean you're clearly so passionate about it so we would we the world wants people like you to be doing it so <laughs> thank, you thank you for staying passionate um the last part of this we're gonna do a quick quiz round do not be <laughs> afraid I promise it is five questions they are all multiple choice um we the whole purpose of the quiz round is that Throughout this semester, um, the course that I've been taking, the Corporate Social Responsibility course, is learning all of these textbook definitions. And I just want to see how well they actually match up to the real world, like someone who's worked in CSR and 
like if this makes sense to the world but it's like a game it's like a, and it's like sports <laughs> I was telling my boss this morning I need to go back to school so I don't know how this definition thing is gonna work out for me <laughs> this will be like an ease into it um okay okay ready question one Oh, no. Okay. The word, the definition, strategic, strategic corporate social responsibility. It's a CSR program that focuses on short-term wins. Um, ready? The incorporation of a CSR perspective within a firm's strategic planning and core operations. So the firm is managed in the interest of a broad set of stakeholders for the long term or a meeting of CSR executives with free coffee. So A, B, or C? You can say A, B, or C. Okay, I'm gonna go with B. Ding, 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 you got it. <laughs> um, so a lot of our, no, that's perfect. A lot of our book focuses on specifically the idea of strategic corporate social responsibility. So looking at like, who is a stakeholder? What, what the longevity of that kind of programming is and all of that. So very interesting, yeah. very important information. <laughs> well, you, I mean, it matches up with, with what you were saying. So, it's perfect. <laughs> um, so according, I guess, according to strategic CSR with stakeholders, which of these is not a stakeholder? So we have okay. investors, employees, or the environment. Three. They run the environment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, perfect. Um, that is correct. So the environment, I found this really interesting when we were learning it. It's not that the environment, <laughs> the actual like physical environment, um, like nature, isn't considered. Yes. It's that stakeholders have to be able to um, advocate or act for themselves. So like the environment, like a tree isn't a stakeholder in this definition, but like the EPA is a stakeholder because they're the ones doing the actions, um, which I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I love the tree. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's, I mean, I, my personal passion is like environmental stuff. So I first read it and was like, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> that hurts a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, okay, I guess we'll include the people who want to fight for it. Um, yeah. So question three. Which of these legally embeds social values into a corporation's charter? So legally, a mission statement, a benefit corporation, or your company's bulletin board? Bulletin board. No. The, no. Well, you uh, can guess. You, if, I don't I was going to say the bulletin board, but by your face, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> It technically is a benefit corporation. Um, really? But, so, okay. Okay. The no, 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 no. I mean, it. It might be. I mean, I maybe said the wrong word. I couldn't remember the word for bulletin board to begin with. But I just meant like jokingly the break room bulletin board. Like if you hung something up on there, um, like that doesn't actually do anything to your organization. You know how people put like posters yeah. in a break room. That's yeah. what I was alluding to. So like, wait. So. So that doesn't matter. So that one doesn't matter. So uh, yeah. the one that, um, the one that actually does put the legal stuff. Oh, I'm so oh. sorry. No, you don't. I thought it was the opposite. You are right. That like, bulletin board doesn't matter. <laughs> you are right because it's the least relevant one to all of these. 
Um, the one that actually does the legal embedding is a benefit corporation because you have to do like a legal structure that lays out your responsibilities um, in it. But no, you. <laughs> everything I'm sorry, I completely misunderstood. <laughs> no, I, I, I really switched it up by throwing a, a negative question in, in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. So it didn't quite help. <laughs> um, we let's see. We'll do. We'll just do one more. Okay. For CSR to be successful, the company should focus on the short term or the long term. Oh, I would say long term. I I yeah. would agree. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's, what, that's what we are starting to focus on. So I would agree with that. Um, but if you said short term, it would be interesting to know if that was different. I mean, I, I do want, I do see the benefits of short term, but if it's not something sustainable, then why are you doing it? There you go. That's a great question. I, that's my, pers- that's- my personal opinion. My personal no, opinion. that's, that's how you know you've been doing this for real. Um, that is it. You survived quiz round and I oh, think thank you God. actually did just get a perfect score technically. Cause I, 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 I it was rough, I but... the question. No, I, the wordings of the questions were funky and for listeners, Anna's not looking at these questions. So she's just hearing them live and having to answer. Um, so I appreciate you being down to play. Um, um anytime. Great. <laughs> Anna, thanks so much for, um, for joining us and nice to hear what you have to say thank you for having me i'm this again this probably this made my day this made my day good chat chat. 